Welcome to Music and Life. I'm Alita Sharp. And I'm MD. And we are excited to be with you again today. Well, we have with us today Mr. Yoelvis Madero Lunar. Hey guys, okay. yes, that's me. <laughs> welcome, welcome, Yoelvis. Thank uh, you. It's, it's an honor having you with us on this episode of Music and Life. Thank you so much for inviting me. I know I was excited the other day, and I don't want to jump the gun, but I saw a big anniversary for one of the projects that you're involved in, and I thought we have to talk to you yeah. about because he has done so much with music education here in this country, and I just wanted to get him on the show. Yeah, I agree. I know I, I've worked with your Elvis some on vocals. I gave up too quickly, I think. Um, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's, kind of, it's one of those things where I, I have so much on my plate, and it's trying to balance uh, stuff. But uh, this year, you know, I'm stepping more into music full-time, right? And so it, it's in the back of my mind that I need to get back in there. But, um, you know, there's your Elvis has been instrumental, as Salida says, in the music education part here um, in Belize, in the, especially in the Belmopan era. I know you've worked with a lot of the young people with kids uh, through the, the Venezuela choir. And um, I specifically remember the night you were singing at the anniversary. We were all roots and honors and all of us, we were performing and you came and you did a piece and everyone was like, whoa. Like, <laughs> and I remember that stood out to me, right? Um, just, just your control. Uh, in your vocals, the the way that you just really drew the people into um, your vocals, right? And so, um, as, as Miss Alida rightfully says, it's an honor to have you. And I'm hoping um, part of this show is for us to leave some nuggets with people that are listening. So I'm hoping that you, the listeners, will grab a hold of some little nuggets that you can hold on to as a, a musician, as an artist, um, as a singer, songwriter. Thank you so much for all those nice things you said about me. <laughs> So before we get too far, I want to hear, um, Yoavis, tell us about how you got started in music. Well, um, that's kind of a funny story. We kind of shared that in class before. Um, but yeah, um, my parents, well, in Cuba, it's pretty much a very cultural place, you know, and music, dance, drama, art is like a part of every kid's life. Um, once your dad is not a military, like that <laughs> one. Um, but yeah, my dad wasn't that sure about, but from small, I used to like to sing and stuff like that. So then I heard, I don't remember exactly from who, I heard about these piano classes from um, a Catholic church. So I went there and signed up myself and, and started the classes. Um, my and mom how old used, were you? I was seven, wow. actually. Wow. <laughs> yeah, uh, my mom used to take me and she used to tell me yeah, that is literally gonna kill us with this story but uh, we went through it until my dad find out because then I kind of start signing up for the actual art school workshops um, when I was nine so yeah it yeah. was just like oh, that. Like, well, no, it it is it, it, it kind of draws out in one of our episodes, an earlier episode, we talked about that 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 built-in desire, just something that's within you that you're wired for this to know that I'm supposed to do music, I'm supposed to do art, and uh, and it's interesting you said seven because it's a similar age. I think a lot of people 
get that spark in, yeah. your, in their life, right? So yeah, my yeah. sister, my is just um, just like my half sister. We grew up together, but she was a pianist in my church. So she always from small. She always used to tell me, um, "You got to learn piano. You got to learn piano." And then afterwards, she started teaching me and. Um, that church and that does another story. Yeah. <laughs> so, so how, how's, how's your dad now? Like, how's your dad in the whole? Well, right now he's like the most supportive parent ever, and he loves me. And everywhere, everywhere he stands, he's like, "Okay, that's my son." Uh, <laughs> every time I go back to Cuba for vacation, I show him pictures or videos of previous concerts during yeah. the year because I kind of like show them what they have missed out because they're in Cuba and I'm here. <laughs> so he's like showing everybody. And then, awesome. then he goes to Facebook and unload pictures of me on concerts and show it to his friends and very supportive. That's now. awesome. Now, <laughs> like in the, my university years when I started um, studying the art school in Cuba. That's awesome. Yeah. So, what are some of the things that you have been doing? You said you know you're, you're you go back home and um, showcase to your family. These are different things. Can you tell us a little bit of what do you do in music here in Belize? Well, my, my mainly project where I came to Belize for it was to still is to work with um, Eden SDA High School in Santa Elena. So uh, it was an adventure, a really huge adventure for me because um, I left Cuba on a Wednesday and I got to Belize and the Thursday morning they pushed me into the class wow. okay wow. this welcome is to your class like serious <laughs> like the day after welcome um, to Belize wow. then I spent like six months studying wow. English in Cuba um when I got to the airport, I got these very nice immigration officers, you know what I'm talking about? Um, so they welcomed me speaking Creole to me. And I was like, so what did I spend my six months if yeah. I can't understand these people at all? I was like, what are they talking to me? This is not English. So I had the same experience going back into the classroom the day after I arrived and I have all these high school kids, high school, I'll repeat that again, <laughs> high school kids, they all look like very mean and very, <laughs> you know, speaking to me in a language I can't understand. So I started trying to mumble my words. <laughs> And then I had one kid, like, um, Hispanic, and then he started, like, kind of translating for me in the class. It was very challenging at the beginning. Very, yeah. very, like... But you pressed through it. Yes. I went home and cried that day in my wow. eyes. Because I said, I think I want to go back home. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I'm not sure about this for me. But um, then little by little, I start like, classes with them, fall in love with the kids, how they react to for the first time to have music class, to listen about music history, to listen about classical music, yeah. to listen about this composer, to knowing what's the name of this note. Simple things like that were the things that kind of get into my heart and tell me, okay, so this is where you're gonna be for the rest eight years of your life. Um, here I am, that was the starting of me here in Belize, um, in Eden SDA High School. There I built a music program of four years for the four years of um, fourth form, first to fourth, where they do music theory, record a flute, guitar, um, they take the external examinations from England every year. It was a very nice experience for them to, to have this kind of opportunity. Music education is 
very important to me because I I come from a country where this is normal. In all the schools, when I came to Belize, it was kind of shocking to me that the kids didn't have this opportunity, and more that having music classes yeah. and it's not only in belize it's mainly most of the caribbean countries having music classes is kind of like a leisure thing it's it's it's, it's, it's expensive yeah so yeah, it is a luxury yeah it's a luxury yeah and coming from a country where this was normal in all right. schools i right. just felt very good at doing that yeah. at the beginning at eden sda high school After that, it had rained a lot. <laughs> um, eight years in Belize, but that was the mainly reason yeah. why I came to Belize to work in the high school. Yeah. And since you got started in the high school, you've had other projects that have come along. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then, three years after I was working at Eden. Um, Somehow I get in contact with um, Miss Bonnie, which was one of the key persons yeah, yeah. that introduced yeah. me Here to to Belmopan life and to actually to Belize music yeah. industry. Miss Bonnie, which I thank her yeah. all my life for that. Um, then I started to, um, to work with her in Arlo Music School. Um, Directing choirs, working with voices is one of my passions, apart from my flute, which is my major instrument. Yeah. Um, so I start working with Balcoral. So I work with Balcoral, I think it was like for three years. So we put up um, quite a few concerts, Christmas, Easter, yeah. Handel's Messiah, to mention some of the work <laughs> that we did. It, it was kind of crazy because um, there is this... 25, 26 years old, pretty much kid standing in front yeah. of this choir, 70 something <laughs> people, um, way older than me. Um, it, it was a very nice um, experience. Yeah, and it's serious business being in the choir with you, Elvis. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know about that. <laughs> I know personally. <laughs> Yeah, the joke is that they used to call my friends from the alto section, especially, they used to call me, there it comes Fidel. Again. <laughs> <laughs> And exactly. you know what I mean by using that name. I wasn't to say it, but... <laughs> And you know what I mean by using that name? Uh, very strict with, like, yes. time. Yeah. This is a time for practice. This is time to finish. This is a time that we need to get pieces done. Um, so after that, um, I... Um, We um, founded Allegro Music School, yeah. Frankie Gallegos and I, my, my, my partner in crime, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my colleague in all the crazy ideas that we have for this yes. business. Um, and here we are, we, we're just talking about the other day that now in June it's going to be four years wow. since Allegro wow. is open. Cool, just like that. It, it yeah. is it's quite a lot of time that Frankie and I were talking about like... Uh, Yep, you years. have a few gray hair, I can see. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> There's probably one or two with my name on them. Uh, <laughs> this is the joy of teaching. <laughs> the joy of teaching yeah. and, and, you know, going through the stress of working yeah. with students, um, pulling everybody together, yeah. and especially with your work with big projects. Everybody have their own character. Um, mm. You have to deal with that, yeah. too. 
it it is very strange and at the same time unbelievable how you could work with different people yeah. like working in a choir is not the same experience as when i work one-to-one -one yeah. individual class yeah. in allegro um it's a whole different yeah. word and sometimes i have like to okay i'm in this class now i'm in that class now yeah. focus get your life together yeah. <laughs> get back to it you know yeah um it's it's a huge experience but um, i'm glad i'm thankful yeah. for it as well one of the things i'm excited about and you said it when um in cuba and in many parts of the world music if you want to pursue that it's it's the norm get to get a proper degree to get a prop, to proper education For most Belizeans and most Caribbean, that you just feel your way around, and and to see that that slowly turning, and I, I say yes. slow because it's been slow, but it's happening. It's slowly turning around, and and there is an appreciation that is awakening in Belize for not just the listening of music, but the appreciation of the the theory, the appreciation of the history, the appreciation of 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 where music came from and where it's going, right? And so I'm excited for to see it's, that. It's you mentioned it. It's it's happening, and I'm so proud of Belize. Yeah. Because uh, when I mean so proud of Belize, because I feel part of this yeah. country. So I've been living here for eight years, yeah. seeing all kind of politics issues, uh, <laughs> stuff going <Yeah>. around. <laughs> so I feel like half Belizean by now yeah. in eight years, um, and and it's happening. The change is happening. When when we started to work in Belmopan, there was just some um, Arlo music school. Now there is Arlo, there is Allegro, of course, Miss Julieta with the Panerific mm -hmm. Steel Band program yes. is there for years. Um, there is so much and, yeah. and, and you will be surprised that there is actually, that you cannot say there is like competition yeah. because right. there is so many kids yes. and parents and adults in look for programs yeah. like this yeah. that you are like, we all could work together yeah. <laughs> this could yeah. work if, if i had that i mean honestly like you know if i had it when i was younger i think i would be in a different place musically right now and so i'm having to kind of relearn back some of the disciplines that were supposed to be in there from younger but i'm excited for the next generation you have the opportunity i just want to say if you guys want to do music um do it right get proper vocal training like don't get proper music theory training and you'll see the difference um There's one young guy I know that I think he he does um, vocals with you. Um, I think it was through the Bell Choral, and he's a rapper. But when I I've heard I knew him. I think um, Sylvian. I knew him. Um, I think I I don't know. I knew him earlier when he started, and I hear him now. And just the fact that he's submitted himself to some kind of coaching and training, you hear a clear difference. Same thing, David Smith. Uh, I, yeah, I've, I've been, guy. I've been working with David. <laughs> that's my guy. Yeah, I've been working with David since he was 16 in production, and I, I hear the clear difference in the strength of his voice. I, I you hear the strength now in his voice and the sureness in his voice. Like mm -hmm. he's, he's developed a confidence, and I think that's the biggest thing I've seen um, a lot with people that choose to go through that process there's a confidence you you know your card you know your range you know your voice and you know how to bring your best you know so that's good and i think it's amazing uh, david is the one i know as well and how you have 
expanded David's yeah, range. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> it's just crazy, crazy good. And and I love this his newest song. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, that's just amazing. That new song. Yes. Yeah. The Locket. The Locket. Yeah. Lock <laughs> yeah, if you guys haven't heard The Locket yet, go on Roots and Honors page. It's there. It's on David's. Actually, it goes by Boy and His Drum. Yes. So you gotta, yeah. you gotta look. We're still trying to wrap our mind around that. But Boy and His Drum, go look him up. And, um, and when you listen to that song, The Locket, it, I, I just want to say that's a that's a product of Allegro school um, and the vocal training that David has gone mm-hmm. through because if you listen to his previous song I mean he's a great writer but you hear the difference and the maturity in his voice in that song yeah. I um with that specific song we work in class and it was actually one of his exam pieces from wow. London College of Music this year um, because we're doing the pop curriculum with David. I got David and Victoria doing pop curriculum instead of classical. Um, So um, that was one of his songs. We were looking for the songs for the exam and then I said, you know what, David, let's do the two songs from the curriculum Mm -hmm. and one song, the original. So then he showed me this song, The Locket. And from the moment I was like, of course, it's half so many things to work on. (laughs) Guys, well, you know Alida, how that goes. Um, but let's get it together. Let's do it. And we start working on the song. And actually, um, Philip Adres, with he is the chief examiner of London College of Music. He was the one that came this year to do the exams. And that song was the one that he put the most comments wow. about wow. on his um, writing and his um, report. He loved the song, the lyrics, the melody, everything. And because I didn't heard anything before, like with the soundtrack yeah, and yeah, the yeah. studio right, version, right. right? It was just guitar and David yeah. while we work on. So after the exam, David finished with the song and he said, okay, here is a song. Let's listen to it. Uh, I couldn't find nothing. I, yeah. was like, <laughs> I was like, David, this is amazing. Yeah. I too live it. I high five David. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That, 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 Alida, that, you that know. is weird. No. That is weird. I know. Getting a high five from you, Elvis, is You know major. that high five is like a big deal. <laughs> so I high five David and tell David, this song is amazing. Yeah. And it, it's one of the moments that as a music teacher, it, you could see in a student from when you start with them to where they are now. And specifically in... um. In voice training mm-hmm. I mean I remember the first time I start working with David the first time I start working with um, Alida when I work with you mm-hmm. Murph, even though it was a short time you as a voice teacher you can see the process yeah. in the student and how they get better class by class yeah, yeah. Um, I always tell you guys, voice, um, your vocal cords are muscles, so you yes. have to develop them. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like warming up, doing exercise, getting strong, all of that. It's it just a part of a process. Um, when you see your students in a couple of years and you hear them singing and they're more aware of pitch, intonation, yeah. their range is, yeah. has expanded like while and and uh, their voices are were more immature and yeah. you hear all these things and you go back to the first class you had with them i do yeah. that a lot i go back <laughs> to the first class i had with them and i'm like yeah yeah th- this is the moments that as a teacher you look forward to yeah. to hear the difference yeah the same with the few years so how many years we did voice lessons Alida? i think i did almost two years with yeah. you about a year and a half 
Yeah, and it, and it was amazing it too. It was, yeah. And I love how you strengthened my voice and helped me um, just recover. Because it had been a long time since I had I had been singing on a regular basis. And when I wanted to start my um, my music career, yeah. Yo Elvis was the one that I went to because I knew he was somebody that I could trust with my voice. And yeah. he was amazing. Yeah. Thank you. I'll never forget those words. <laughs> no, and that, that's key. You know, I, I, I want to say that that's key. Um, I say this carefully, and it's but it's true. Like even for me, I'm very picky yeah. who I go to, and there was a reason I didn't go to certain places for vocals in the past because I wasn't sure. Like I I, I felt, you know, when you feel like someone's guessing with you, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um and I for me where I'm at in life, I can't afford that, and so um that's part of the reason when I did the class when I could was because of that. When I knew someone that wasn't guessing, they knew what they were doing, and they knew how to take um your vocals from one point to the next point, and so I wanna encourage anyone again if you guys want to work on your vocals um sign up um, reach out to your elvis um and i'm not sure when they take students if you could tell us a little bit about that about the school what's your your, your regular um yes allegro is um is going through a crazy process right now we get into the time and when we started this project the idea was to grow and to grow not only in music but my dream always was to have like an art school with yeah. everything you know that and we are getting there yeah this year we had for the first time art classes with an argentinian artist isabel carrillo it was amazing the experience with the kids and the adults and right now we are working to getting also drama on board okay so for this summer we're gonna have drama art and the normal music curriculum we have um, classes in piano flute which is my major instrument classical guitar or chords and uh the recorder flute. Any some, saxophone yet? Yeah. <laughs> Buzz me when you get the saxophone, man. I, that's, yeah. that's, that's the instrument I dream to play. That's, okay, that's we will it. work on getting yeah. a saxophone teacher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we are planning on on, on growing because yeah. that that's the full idea of like yeah. grow as an art school and not only in um in music. I know there is a lot of ballet studios around Belmopan, so that's not actually my yeah. plan at all. Um, I want like to put more into art, mm-hmm. drama, and music right yeah. now. So those are the three main projects. Uh, we're finishing the school year right now in um, at the end of June, and then we start the summer classes, July and August. July and August is the time for any new student to to try out because actually we have limited spaces and normally we have a year full of students that start in september and finish in june and then they come back in september again and they actually register before leaving for the summer (laughs) so when we finish the summer and we have the summer full of kids adults it doesn't matter the age um i it it kind of saddens my heart when it comes to September. I just have to tell them I only have four spaces yeah. because I have the same students coming yeah. back, yeah. continuing with the program. Yeah, which is um, good though because it also is showing that there there is a vacuum for more. Yes, there is a vacuum for 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 that era to expand more. So that's good because it's more it's showing more people have interest in that era and, and so, consistency yeah. because that that's one of the main problems with yes. uh, when it comes with music and yeah. students yes. so 
kind of try to build that relationship with the parents to make sure that it's consistent yeah. in, in in being in music lessons and yeah. stuff like that I always tell when the parents tell me this kid wants to stop he's so frustrated and this and that I'm like listen when I was small I was frustrated and I used to hate the piano still do sometimes <laughs> and I used to hate it and my mother used to obligate me to sit down on a piano offer and offer again until you break that part in your life like mm. you do it normal without anybody pushing you but that's when the parents come in there right. is that range in your life as a kid as a student that the parents have to be there pushing yeah if you let a kid decide what they're gonna do with the future they won't do that's gonna happen <laughs> but that's good that's yeah, good and that's i good you know, know it is because you know sometimes you know you know i i say like this we always hear stories um we watch stories on uh, on tv these artists that they said all oh, their parents had pushed them so too hard and they didn't have a childhood and then parents tend to kind of try back off but they don't realize that child would never have realized their full potential as well if they yes. were not being pushed mm-hmm. right and so it's you got to balance it you've got to i like when you said set there's a time there's a block where you gotta set the time mm-hmm. to push and i guess it's important for us as parents to know that block and then i'm thinking about my daughter because both of my kids sing we're a musical family and um i remember reaching out to you and say hey I want, when can my daughter start singing and you said just have her sing and keep her singing and so she's been doing that and more I've, I've watched she has an ear for it she can naturally keep a tune she can harmonize naturally that's step number uh, one yeah ready. so <laughs> so when so I figure like she's she's gonna she's five now she's going to be six I'm starting to think okay we need to get her more in right and so um, we're running out of time we're running. I'm looking at the time here, and okay. I feel like we barely I know. got started. So, <laughs> and I wanted to ask about the Belmont Children's Choir. Yes. When when would auditions be for that? Because I know you have new yeah. students coming in every year. Belmont Children's Choir is my baby project. It's a community project, and that's why I think I like it the most because it's free <laughs> for everybody. <laughs> and I know how it's important that um, it's it, it's a whole choir program where they do two classes a week. Um, I got 30 kids in there from all schools around wow. Belmopan <laughs> and we just get our fourth anniversary actually and um, congrats yes thank you um, that's a project is sponsored by the Venezuelan Embassy okay. uh, they have been very kind with the city of Belmopan to yes. sponsoring this project is it's not only the place but it's expenses on um, concerts mm-hmm. um, uniforms decorations and we normally do two concerts for the year and the kids sing in spanish and english it's a crazy experience when you see those kids singing in spanish and you ask them so you speak spanish and they're like no (laughs) (laughs) i know the song i explained them what is the song about but they are like so confident and the parents are like wow But it's, it's a, it's, that's my baby project. That's what I call it. Um, and I love working with those kids. The first time I had the experience to work with small kids, I, I was always used to be afraid of that. Yeah. Like, very afraid of small kids. <laughs> but here I am for four years now working with them, and it's lovely. It's a lovely that's experience. Awesome. That's awesome. Well, we are definitely going to have to do yeah. another show with Yoel this because we really didn't even get to touch on... Um, 
on like the importance of music education and how to get that developed yeah. more in Belize. So we definitely have to. So have this you is come an introductory back. course with you. <laughs> yes. But I, actually, what's coming to my mind, and 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 you'll learn. I'm the one. I tend to be spontaneous in my thinking and planning. The next time you come back, I need a student with you. Yes. That can, yeah. That can yeah. sing. That maybe part of the choir or something. Yeah. Or we can come to one of your sessions. Yeah. That would and, be amazing. And set up too. there and and just get uh, get some stuff. Or done, to yeah. a class in yeah. Negro. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Really, we, so, that will be good. Yeah, so let's do that and then make sure that we can capture that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. awesome. Okay. Thank so. you so much for inviting me. It was a uh, really nice. Yeah, Thank thanks you. for being with Thank us. You. Thank yeah. you for being with us. So, Merv, how can we keep in touch with you? Yeah, so if you want to stay in touch with me, uh, that's mdfreedommusic.com. Uh, also, you can follow me on all social platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, YouTube, at mdfreedommusic. Okay, and I'm Alita Sharp, and you can find me at alitasharp.com. And across social media, I'm Alita Sharp Music on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you guys again next week, Friday, same time, same place. This segment of Music and Life with Alita Sharp and MD has been brought to you by Roots and Honors Creative Music Group. Remember to follow us on SoundCloud and subscribe to our YouTube channel.